Welcome to In Your Own Words Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Thickpen, recording in Byron, Mississippi, bringing you firsthand success stories from the past to the present. My goal is to interview as many head football coaches, assistant coaches, teachers, administrators, current students, and others who impact high school sports in Mississippi. Grab a drink, sit back, listen, and enjoy the show. Welcome to In Your Own Words podcast. I'm Chris Thickpin, and I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, This guy has been very dynamic in his coaching career, and his career as an educator. He's been a person I've known for quite some time, a friend of mine, and uh, someone that you all need to know of and about. So today I have Columbia High School Defensive coordinator, Milton Talbert with me. Coach Talbert, thanks for joining the podcast and welcome. Coach, man, I appreciate you having me on opportunity. Absolutely. Coach, uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to do the same. Uh, Coach Talbert is a graduate of Hattiesburg High School. Uh, He went and received a scholarship at the University of Alabama in 2009. He was the SEC champion, uh, and he left. when he left Alabama, he got into coaching. Uh, his first stop was at South Panola High School, 2012. Uh, they won a state championship. He coached there under the legendary head football coach Lance Pogue. Many of you may know him from his time at South Panola. Uh, they had an overall record of 26 and four from South Panola. He had a stint at Columbus high school with head coach Randall Montgomery. Uh, coaches also coached at Starkville high school under direction of head coach, Chris Jones there. They had an 11 and two record. And this past season at Columbia high school coordinator, they went undefeated in the regular season and finished with a 13-1 and one record, I believe, losing in the South State Championship. So, Coach, uh, go ahead and tell the listeners uh, a little bit about your high school career and why did you decide to go to Alabama? Well, Coach, my high school career, um, it, was a, it was a great time, and uh, I had the uh, privilege and blessing of playing for uh, Coach Clement Ector and Coach Buddy Duke. Um, that time there, it was special to me because I had an opportunity to play with, you know, guys that I grew up with, a lot of friends that, you know, I had close relationships with. And, I mean, it was just an amazing time. Um, the, the Alabama deal was just amazing opportunity, Coach. I mean, just to see football at a level like it is at the University of Alabama. And what I mean by that is just the people. I mean, they're – you know, they're intoxicated with it. They love it. Um, they love you if you come and play for the team. And, I mean, it's just – it's an atmosphere unlike no other coach uh, experience. And, you know, just going there on the official visit visit when they played Florida, man, like, man, Coach, it, it was amazing just being in that stadium and just seeing all these people, you know, on one page cheering for the same team. I mean, you can barely even hear yourself inside the stadium. 
uh, just a, just an amazing atmosphere. And so when I went there, coach, it's just, you know, you're a 16, 17 year old kid, man. You just, you fall into the atmosphere, man. So. Absolutely. And, and you said the word intoxicating. I bet that's very, very attractive to all the recruits and anyone going there for the first time. Very impressive atmosphere for a college football game. Coach, you may not remember this, but I remember in high school, Hattiesburg uh, came to a small town of Taylorsville, Mississippi for a spring game. I believe you guys were 5A at that time. And, and man, y'all were loaded. I believe uh, Calvin Wilson was on that team. Uh, you had another receiver and a very good running back. Uh, did I mean, how, talk about maybe some of your high school teammates that that you played with and then some of the guys that you played with uh, at the University of Alabama. Man, Coach, I played with some great players, man. Um, you know, you, you mentioned Calvin Wilson, man. Calvin Wilson was, you know, probably – you know, the top lineman uh, coming out of his class. I mean, a left tackle man, just a guy who had quick feet, uh, great hands, and just could move, man. I mean, I remember going to get some in practice, coach, and trying to get around him, dude. It was like terrible, man. I'm talking about he made me, <laughs> he, he made me work for every single, you know, inch that I was trying to get on the quarterback, man. Uh, also playing with a guy named uh, Jonathan Bubba Kersey. Man, that's him. This, yep. This dude, man, I, I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, when I was fortunate enough to get Dandy Dozen, you know, uh, I really thought that he should have got it, man, just because he was the best player on our team. And he he made an impact, man, just all in every area. So, man, that guy right there, man, he, he had a great motor. I mean, played extremely hard, man. Just so talented, you know. Um, Yes, so I, I played with guys like him. I played with another great defensive tackle named Malcolm Keys that played defensive uh, tackle right next to me. I mean, he was a guy that, you know, most definitely could have played Division One ball. Uh, he, he went to play JUCO ball and played some time at Clark. You know, he was another phenomenal guy. I mean, a guy named Chris Reed played DB. Uh, Josh Wiley. I mean, Coach Man, and I and I'm missing guys. I mean, guys like Josh. I mean, it's, it's so many guys, man, that that I played with, Coach. That you know, are phenomenal. I mean, I think of an offensive lineman named Corey Hardy, man. He was, he was, he was, he was, he was man, Coach, we, we had a talented group and hope, hopefully those guys forgive me for missing, for the guys that I'm missing, but those are just the ones <laughs> that I'm coming off the top of my head. And don't let me forget Andre Hicks, man. Andre Hicks, that's who my guy, he, young guy, he came in and played linebacker, man, and I love him playing behind me, dude, because it was hard to run in that A-gap when you had me at nose and him at linebacker. So I'm going to give him most of the credit, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, Coach, man, you you played, as I mentioned before, you uh, played at the highest level in the SEC, uh, and, and now you're coaching high school football. Talk about maybe uh, what, what high school football uh, meant to you um, now that you could take time to reflect on it and, and, and now that you're coaching now. Man, I, I really appreciate you, man, because this actually, you know, gives me time to reflect because I think I do a horrible job of doing that. Uh, but cause high school football means so much to me, man. Um, you know, when you play high school football, Coach, to me it's football in its purest form. I mean, you know, it's just a group of people from a community coming together, working hard to try to be the very best you can to make your community proud. Um, it, it means so much, man. Um, and I, I enjoy this level because, 
you know, you actually have an opportunity to mentor kids, you know, build relationships with them and really help teach them, you know, how to be young men and, you know, just really have a chance to really impact their lives. And I think, you know, as high school coaches, that's like the number one goal um, that I strive for. And I mean, I think we're all striving for it. So, man, because I, 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 I love high school football, man. Also, you know, it, it gives me time to, you know, be with my family and my family get to come to the game. And I mean, it's, it's, Coach, it's nothing like it, man, on that Friday night, man. It's nothing like it. <laughs> and, and I agree with you wholeheartedly, Coach. Uh, uh, you're absolutely right. For, for the listeners that don't know, uh, many uh, of, our, of our Mississippi listeners uh, know that start, when you mentioned South Panola High School, when you mentioned Starkville High School, when you uh, mentioned even in Columbia uh, for the last few years, Coach, what, what is it like uh, – coaching at, at high schools where uh, the respect and the support for football and the expectations for football is, is so high. Coach, I'll be honest with you, man. It is, as a coach, it's probably one of the best ever um, just because you know that the community that you're in, they support what you do. And, man, Coach, when you have people that support you and, you know, enjoy what you do and respect what you do, and think what you do is important, um, and they have actions that put behind it, Coach, it makes your job as a coach, man. So um, that it makes it, it makes it that much easier. Uh, it also makes it very rewarding, man, because, you know, just having that support system of, you know, administrators and, you know, your superintendent, having the community behind you, Coach. Like, it's it's an amazing feeling, man. Like, it, it, it just – you enjoy it, your coaches enjoy it, the kids love it, man. And I mean, coach, it's 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 awesome, man. I, I mean, I just be honest with you, it's awesome, coach. Absolutely. Uh now, coach, you know, uh, you you you're you're a family man and, and you are married. Um, you know, we're in this crisis now with COVID nineteen. Maybe talk about some of the things you and your family uh have have how you and your family have benefited from this time uh, that we've been out of school. Well, I tell you what, Coach, uh, time to to be around each other, um, to you know watch movies together, you know watch the news together. Uh, me and my son, you know, we try to play games together. Me and my wife, we get a chance to sit down and talk, you know, and just enjoy time that we normally um, kind of don't get just because you know you're so busy. Uh, with life and, you know, going here, going there and busy. Um, so, you know, during this, just trying to really, you know, enjoy each other as a family and just kind of work to get better, man. Um, and, and also most definitely check on loved ones, check on uh, our players and athletes and, you know, just, you know, try to get better in the crisis, man. That's I think that's the biggest thing. So we've been doing, Coach. Right. Uh, coach, I, I know it's, it's uncertain right now, but uh, do, when do you anticipate maybe we could get back to a season? Do you think the season will be uh, shortened, maybe where we only play district games, or if that's a poss- possibility? Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? i tell you what, Coach. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, safety is first. And, you know, Coach, it's a piece that's way more knowledgeable than me, uh, you know, about that. And, you know, I, I think, you know, they, they'll they make that call. And my biggest thing is, Coach, is just, you know, not putting the athletes in any kind of, you know, harm. 
and let's let's be as safe as possible. You know, of course, coach, I, I do want to play football, man. I want the kids to play, uh, but you know that that safety comes first, man. And you know, we got some some good people, man, that that went to school and that's really educated, and I think they'll make that call. And shoot, coach, we'll we'll roll with it, man. But when they do make that call, coach, it, it will be nice to get back out there, man, and see the kids and you know be out there compete. So I, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Coach, right now, uh, the head coach, uh, for the listeners that don't know, at Columbia High School is Chip uh, Builderback. Uh, what What are some of the things uh, maybe you guys been doing? Uh, how you guys been communicating with your players uh, and students at Columbia High? Coach, we, uh, Coach Builderback, you know, we, we call them, we uh, check on them. Um, you know, we just, um, you know, just, you know, you status to, to call and check on them, Coach, and just communicate with the guys and see how they're doing. Um, you know, some of those guys would be like, hey, coach, man, we're doing fine. You know, coach, you got to work out for us. <laughs> you know, so we do stuff like that, man. And, uh, coach Bitterback does a phenomenal job, you know, with uh, communicating with the guys. And, you know, we all try to do that, man, just because, you know, we, we love our guys, man. And, you know, we want to make sure they're okay. And, and you know, once they're okay, coach, you know, we as coaches, we, we okay because, you know, we know that they're okay. Absolutely. Uh, and, and coach, uh, you know, you had a chance to uh, work for some really, really good head coaches. Take the listeners in uh, inside of what, what it's like to coach with, with some of the legendary head coaches that you had a chance to work with. Man, man I, I am a extremely, extremely blessed guy, man. Um, Cause I'll be honest with you, coach. I, I personally think, you know, I have worked for some of the best coaches in the state of Mississippi, and uh, I'm extremely blessed and fortunate. I um, mean, like I said, the first coach, Coach Lance Poe, you know, uh, gave me my first opportunity. Um, coach Trey Dickinson, he, um, you know, introduced me to Coach Poe, and he gave me my first opportunity. So, because my first job, man, I was blessed to work at South Panola. I mean, and, you know, for the people of Mississippi, man, they understand South Panola's standard and what they have Mississippi, man. So, you know, it was it was an amazing feeling. Uh, but also a lot of pressure too, coach, because you know, he when you go to South Panola, coach, you know, the expectation is but you, you need to win. And uh, if you don't win, you know, the fans they let you hear about it, man. Uh, but working for Coach Poe, man, it, it was is is phenomenal. I mean, he's always been there assist me in any way and just a great guy, man. Just took a young coach under his wing and just really helped shape me, and I man, I, I'm forever grateful to him. Um, working for Coach Randall Montgomery, man, he also uh, gave me an opportunity. You talk about a guy, man, that's that's sharp, a guy that's smart, man, a guy that's intelligent, man, a guy that you know, you know, takes pride in what he does, man. Like that's Coach Randall Montgomery. Uh, I would also say Coach Montgomery, man, because you know, sometimes as a young coach, you know, you don't see certain stuff. And, uh, you know, he was extremely patient with me, man. And I'm forever grateful for that. Uh, also, working for Coach uh, Chris Jones, man, what a phenomenal coach, man. I'm talking about a phenomenal uh, young coach, brilliant offensive mind, man. I mean, just, you know, the way he practices, practices, man, the structure, like college practices, man, just a great, great coach. Um, detail, detail. And, I mean, I, I learned a lot under his leadership, too. And then also with man, Coach Builderback, detail coach, um, high energy guy, you know, great with the uh, kids and staff. I mean, coach, like I said, coach, man, I'll be honest with you, like I, I am 
extremely blessed, man, to be on been to been have the opportunity to work for these guys, man, because they showed me like how it's supposed to be done. And um man, I'm 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 grateful for all of them. Absolutely. And listen, <clears throat> Coach Talbot is not exaggerating. Uh the guys that he mentioned and had a chance to work for are on a who's who's list of high school football coaches in the state of Mississippi. And um, what a great opportunity. Coach, talk about what it was like winning a championship as a coach and as a player uh, at Alabama and, and then as a coach in, at South Carolina. Man, I tell you, Coach, man, um, <laughs> it's kind of funny, man. I tell you a story. My, my dad, you know, I, I remember we lost uh, our baseball championship, man, when I was in Little League. And when I was just, I was hurt, coach. I was crying. I was like, man, dad, man, are we ever going to win the championship, man? Because, um, like, we made the game and lost by one run, man. And, and, and that that bothered me. <laughs> that bothered me. And so, you know, um, <laughs> wasn't fortunate enough to win one in high school. Uh, but, you know, Coach Saban, he came to Alabama, man, and came, you know, with a, with a mentality to, uh, you know, get better and improve. And that's what we did, man. And the first year it was terrible, coach. The first, the first year, we, 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 it was horrible, man. I mean, we lost to like Louisiana Monroe, and that was that was that was bad, coach. That was bad. <laughs> Real bad. Yeah. I mean, you in that stadium, and dude, when you hear almost ninety thousand to hundred thousand people quiet, but that, that's not a good feeling. So um, we came back that next that next off season and worked hard, and um, you know, put ourselves in a position. We ended up losing to Florida. Uh, SEC championship and losing to Utah that year, but that next year, coach, we we came back with a vengeance, man, and you know we won that sweet man just because of all the hard work you put in, you know, the sweat, the tears, you know, the days of pain that you endure, and just to be able to uh, win the ultimate goal, man, it's, it, it, was, it was special. It was extremely special. Wow. Absolutely, uh, <clears throat> and and not a lot of people, you know. I know that wasn't too long ago, but you were at Alabama during a time where the program was take was 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 turning into a championship program again. And so um, I, I know the people at Alabama you played with and Coach Saban and uh, all those times were very very special. Do you have a uh, Nick Saban story you could uh, tell us? Uh, Something you remember? Yeah, man. Like. Uh... Just one of the, I personally remember, man. Um, you know, I, I basically went to uh, the wrong gap. You know, and I actually thought I was in the right gap, man. And uh, the linebacker, Rolando McClain, you know, he he, he corrected me about it. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of, you know, smarted off on him a little bit. And Coach Saban saw it. And, man, when I tell you, man, he came up there and just, you know, ripped me a new one. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Coach, he, he was on me, man. Um, and, you know, he, he let me know, like, listen, though, you were in the wrong gap. You know, you need to, you know, listen and you need to do your job. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about Coach, you know, Coach Saban got his way of getting on to you, buddy. And, uh, you know, I, I, I never that moment, man. Like, that, that was a that was a pretty tough moment. But, you know, looking back at it, man, you know, he was right. And uh, just just trying to, you know, listen and, you know, just, just be coachable, man. And and so that, that that's, that's what it was. And, you know, he – he, he tried to really help, you know, instill discipline in us and uh, help us help help make us better. 
Absolutely. And coach, who who's the defensive coordinator coach, uh, during that time? Who's now uh, the defensive coordinator? Well, the head coach at Georgia, so he was a defense. He was defense coordinator right. when I was there. And man, great coach, man, great coach. Coach, what can you tell uh, or what do you tell high school players? What can you tell parents about maybe, uh, you know, getting their child recruited or what, what can you tell them about the recruiting process? Well, um, I, I think the biggest thing is that uh, what I would tell parents is to tell the, cho- the children to choose the school that's the right fit for them. Um, and the reason why I would say that, Coach, because you know, you have to go there and you have to spend, you know, maybe three, four years, sometimes even five years there. And whatever school you're at, you want to make sure you're com- comfortable. Uh, you also want to be around uh, a coaching staff that, you know, you feel like you can grow and just a community of people, man, where you can grow because, you know, football is a great game. And, you know, we all know it's not going to last forever. Uh, and also I would tell them to, you know, kind of know what you want to do, know what you want to major in, um, and just make sure that when you pick a school and you pick a coaching staff, you know, it's, it's somebody you feel comfortable, you know, being around. Um, I, I, that's what I would really tell them, Coach, um, as, as far as about the recruiting process. Um, because I think sometimes that kind of gets overlooked. But I, I think that's, that, that's, what I would make. that's what I would really tell them, Coach. Okay. And, Coach, um, what, what do you think um, – do you think kids today, um, and, and obviously you've coached at some uh, great programs, how do you think kids uh, today take to coaching? Is Do you have to change your coaching style uh, to fit today's athletes and football players, or, or has it uh, hasn't changed any? Well, I, I do think, Coach, you know, we, have, we do have a different, have a different, have a different generation of kids. Uh, we do. Um, but, you know, the principles that – you know, we as coaches want to, you know, help instill in our kids. I, I don't think those those should ever change, man. You know, like hard work, honesty, being your best, you know, things like that, coach. I don't think those things should ever change. Uh, but I do think, you know, with the, the generation of kids we have today, you know, we do have to kind of, you know, uh, work with the, the, the student athletes a lot more, man, just because, you know, just the time has kind of changed, but I mean, I would never tell a coach to, you know, not instill those those values, man. That kids need, you know, they they really do. So, absolutely. Now, coach, you, you you've like as I said before, man, you've coached at some great places in uh, Mississippi. Who are some of the memorable players? Maybe you had a chance to coach, and uh, maybe that you even man, faced, wow, coach. Uh, I mean, I, I've had the chance to be around some some great players and coaching great players, man. Um, just off the top of my head right now, a kid named Matthew Davis, man, uh, phenomenal kid. He was a an undersized kid, ended up being like first team All State. Uh, if I remember correctly, he was like defensive player of the year. Um, coach a kid named Darrell Davis, he was like first team All State, great nose tackle. I mean, I, I've had a chance to uh, coach a kid named Chris Deloach who's actually playing right now for UCF. And um, he was playing tight end. But in high school, when uh, when he played for me, man, he was a, a defensive end. And uh, they actually ended up switching him to defensive end this year. And, uh, man, he, he's doing a phenomenal job. Had a chance to coach a kid named Cameron Williams, man, who was a 
great, great D tackle, man. I'm talking about awesome kid, man. Um, I mean, hard to block. Yeah. Uh, I, I coached a kid named Jaleel Clemens, who's currently now playing at Memphis. And, man, probably, you know, just as far as motor and athletic ability, man, and just a great kid, man. He, he's phenomenal. Uh, coach a kid named uh, Jalen Ware, who who's just signed to go to college. Um, you know, great leader, um, tough man, just get it get it done type type of guy. Uh, kid named Ryan Johnson, man, who is playing at Northwest Community College. Like he, man, he he's a kid that you know turned things around for attitude and work ethic. And when they click for him, coach, it click for him, and there's no stopping him now, man. Um, and currently, man, I'm coaching, uh, you know, Jaheim Otis, uh, Jeremiah Haynes, and, uh, you know, coaching those guys, man, who are f- phenomenal guys. Kid named Justin Lee, who just signed at Hines, hard work, man, great leader. Just, man, cause I, I, I've, I've been fortunate and blessed, man, to coach a lot of guys, man, who are just great young men, great kids, and some pretty good football players that, you know, have signed some pretty big places, man, so – I've been fortunate to coach them and be around them, man. Absolutely. And, and um, I'll, I'll tell a quick story. Uh, uh, I was at a track meet before school suspended. Columbia High School just happened to be there. And I see this huge kid, man. Uh, and I'm a tall guy. And Coach Talbert's a co- tall guy. But this kid is taller than us. And um, I go up to him and I say, hey, what what uh, college team you play for? And he looked at me and he said, uh, I play for Columbia High School. I said, oh, you must be Jaheim Otis. And uh, that's exactly who it was, uh, as Coach Talbert said, probably one of the, the uh, best defensive linemen, if not the best in the state of Mississippi. Uh, very, very uh, talented kid that has a bright future. Coach, what, what would you say uh, maybe to those seniors who assign scholarships uh, – you know, who are in limbo right now. They they don't know when school is going to start. What what should they be doing to maybe prepare their body or their minds uh, to potentially go back to school and, and play football? Well, Coach, the first point? thing that I would tell them, man, um, you know, go ahead and finish finish up your schoolwork because you know I know that they have you know online classes and some schools are doing like package. So go ahead, get all that taken care of, finish that, um, and you know just go ahead and finish out the right way. Um, the second thing I would say is, you know, make sure you're safe and, you know, you know, make sure you follow the regulations of, you know, our governors and, and stuff from the CDC, follow that. Uh, but also, too, man, um, you know, go go work out. You know, go ahead and keep your mind strong and, you know, just keep trying to get better at your craft because, you know, if you want to get better, you know, you have to work at it. And, I mean, I think that goes across the board for anybody in the field. So, you know, you just have to find ways to do it. Um you know, take this time, you know, enjoy it. Um, but also, man, use it to get better because, you know, you're, you're you're going into a highly competitive environment and, you know, you need to, to, to get that mentality and keep it going because, you know, I can guarantee you this, when you get to college, nothing will be given to you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That will be my word at this point. Okay. Um, now, Coach, um, you've been coaching and, and teaching for quite some time. For someone coming into education and, and they're planning to teach and they're thinking about coaching, 
Um, if you could go back and tell uh, a first year Milton Talbert uh, some some pointers or give some advice, what what would you tell him about education and, and coaching well, in general? Uh, what I would tell him about education is, you know, if you're coming into coaching, you know, try to, try to get a certification other than PE. Uh, I would also say, you know, it's fine to get PE and that's fine, but try to get something like a a, a history of science or math you know, something like that, because I think that'll make you more marketable. And, you know, you, you, it's easier to find jobs that way, especially in the high school setting. Uh, just because sometimes those PE jobs, man, people get in those jobs and they stay there for a long time. Uh, just, just to give you an example, because I have my PE certification. I never taught PE in my years of coaching. So, uh, you know, I would say that. And also, I would say, you know, just just surround yourself with uh, good. Try to work for someone that you know you see um, is doing it the right way, and trying to get better. And someone who, you know, where you can learn something. Be on somebody that that can teach you something, and I think you you'll get better. Absolutely, and coach, you uh, you you said something, and and, and I thought about this. Uh, Maybe talk about how important it is uh, for networking when you're young and, and trying to connect with really good people. Man, Coach, it's, 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 it's super important, man, uh, just because, you know, as a coach, man, like networking is, is, is very important, man, because, you know, I have guys that I can call, you know, if I have a question, uh, maybe I may be up for a job or Maybe I need their advice on how, you know, how they stop, you know, power trap or, you know, just, man, coach, it's so important, man, just to have good people that you can call and, you know, just get, seek advice, man. And sometimes, not just seeking advice, man, sometimes you just need some people to call and just talk to, man, uh, because the business that we're in, you know, it's, it's a great business, but sometimes, you know, it gets taxing on you, man, and you need um, a, 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 a and with man, because you, you really build. I never forget, man. I went to some uh, game this year and just was talking to one of the and I saw these two guys, man, and they was just kind of when they kept a man. And when I saw that, man, I was, this is what the about, man. About, I just saw so, such you know, kind of, you know a little bit there, but show me what it's about. Absolutely. Uh, and coach, uh, one of the reasons why, you know, I'm doing the podcast and, and, you know, I want to get stories out there is because, you know, over my 10 year career, I've had a chance to meet so many great coaches from, you know, the Pine Belt to central Mississippi to North Mississippi and, and, you know, we all individually impact students and have a great impact on the community where we work. And, and I, I just think, you know, sometimes those stories go untold. And so that that's the whole purpose of me, uh, you know, having this platform. Um, could you let's segue. Could you uh, maybe talk about some short term goals or long term goals uh, you have as a coach? Uh, well, in my coaching field, coach, it just you know, just continue to get better, man. Continue to learn. Um, ultimately, you know, long term goal because I do want to 
um, you know, be a head coach. That's that's my goal. Um, but, you know, I feel like I just have a lot to learn and just got to continue, man, on, you know, not focus on being a head coach, just trying to be um, the best coach at what I'm doing right now and just continue to improve. Um, oh, you know, that's, Absolutely. those are some of my short-term and long-term goals. And, um, man, really, Coach, every day, man, try to, you know, impact kids, man, and make their lives their lives better. Um, I think that's that's the most important thing, man. That's what, that's why I got into coaching, you know, um, to impact kids and make their lives and, uh, and I feel like, Coach, as long as I'm doing that, man, and as long as I'm enjoying what I'm doing, man, like that's that's the most important thing, man, um, teaching young men about life and, um, you know, just helping them, Coach. I think that's the, the most important thing, man. Absolutely. Now, Coach, and, and for all the listeners, you know, we I try to bring coaches on. I try to bring uh, administrators on. Um, now, coach, you don't just necessarily coach football. You you impact other students at your school. Talk about maybe uh, just your role as an educator and, and a mentor, maybe uh, maybe a, a, a role model for some of those other kids at the school who may not be athletes. Talk about well, your relationship you with them. And, and man, you know, great. And I've had an opportunity to, to work. Just their personality, man, their energy. Um, it, it's awesome, man. You know, and we're in a classroom setting. They're learning. You know, you see different ways that kids and stuff learn. I mean, what I always try to do, Coach, I, I never try to come to my, my, my classroom with a bad day. Um, and even though, you know, I'm human, we all have them. Uh, but I never try to go in that classroom with a bad day because, you know, sometimes you don't never know what the kid is going through who's coming to your classroom. And, man, I, I've had opportunities to work with them and, uh, and just from, you know, sometimes, like, you know, they have pet rallies. They may want to come interview you. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, doing stuff like with, with the FCA. I mean, I mean, Coach, they, they've had dance contests that they've asked me to come in, man. Just just, just being, you know, available, man, to the kids and uh, really just showing them love, man. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, but, you know, I think being educated is an awesome thing, Coach. And, um, you know, working to impact young lives, man, is, is, is priceless. Absolutely. Uh, Coach, talk about uh, some of the – administrators you've had a chance to work with, um, how have they impacted you or helped you grow uh, as a person? Because I've had a chance to work with some great administrators. Uh, you know, the first one that I had a chance to work with, Mr. Roy Ballantyne, when I was at South Panola, man, great guy. I mean, just, man, he's always available to help you, uh, would assist you in any kind of way that he could. Uh, when I went to uh, Colum- Columbus, uh, Miss Jill Saber, she was awesome. Um, Miss, you know, Miss Frida Dismute, she was a great assistant principal. I mean, just always be willing there to, to help you. Miss Laura, Miss Laura Cargill was there. Uh, Mr. Jason Garrett, he was there. Mr. Craig Chapman was, you know, an awesome guy, man, that just would go above and beyond uh, to assist you. Uh, also, you know, when I was uh, at Starville, Miss uh, Julie Kennedy was awesome. Uh, Mr. Ron Forbes, man, with ways. Um, and then also, man, being in my current school right now, uh, Mr. Braxton Stowe, man, this guy is a sharp, phenomenal guy, man. I'm my great principal, man, supportive. 
in so many ways. Uh, Miss Lee, awesome. Um, you know, guys like uh, Dr. Trussell, man, who who's a great, you know, mentor and, you know, just go above and beyond to help you, man. So, like I said, Coach, man, I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you asked me to do this podcast, man, because you give me time for reflection, you know, which I don't, which I, I, really don't, I, really, I really don't make much time for, which I need to. But, man, Coach, I, I, I've been around some, some phenomenal people, man. I mean, just smarter than me, but they always willing to this and help me grow, man. So, man, like I said, because I'm truly blessed, man. Absolutely. Uh, now, Coach, for the people that don't know, uh, talk about maybe uh, your division or some of the rivalry games that you man, guys Coach. play at Columbia. <laughs> I tell you, man, um, you know, it, it, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. I mean, you open up, man. You know, you got, got teams like Jeff Davis County, man. Um, what a rivalry. I mean, you know, we played them the first game in the season. Win and then actually end up losing to him in the uh, South. Um, but it's you know great program, man. Great tradition, a lot of pride. I mean, going to play hard and hit you in the mouth every single play, man. That's Jeff Davis County. Also, uh, a team like McGee. I mean, McGee is a, a, a tough team, coach. I mean, will you know, you know, just come in there and try to you know have great athletes, well coached. I mean, just tough, man. Um, then you got a cross town rivalry coach of of, of of West Marion, man, which is you know <laughs> it's an unreal rivalry, man. Like you know, this year, coach, that game was so packed, man. Like it was really, I won't even say standing room, coach. Like it was really no room. So <laughs> I mean, you know, coach, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a tough, it's a tough division. I mean, you got Tyler Town. Who is a phenomenal program? I mean, I mean, coach, like, dude. The sad thing about that division is, coach, you're gonna have a really good team that doesn't make the playoffs. I mean, it, I mean, you're gonna have a really good team that don't make the okay. playoffs. And, um, coach, if I'm if I think I'm correct, coach, I think like all of the teams that were in our division end up, you know, making it very far. Like, we actually end up playing each other again. So, man, it, it's. It's a tough division, coach. Right. I mean, it's tough, man. Tough division, great coach, great athletes, man. You know, as a coach, man, you 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 better do your homework, buddy, because uh, you won't just walk in there and get get any wins. I promise you that. Absolutely. Uh, I remember, uh, even in high school, man. Uh, we played Columbia back when they had Jamal Pittman. They were awesome team. Uh, that team, I think, played for the South State Championship against Collins. Uh, also, when I was in high school, East Marion was a force to be reckoned with, with uh, the great Jimmy Oliver. Um, when I was coaching in, in 2014 at Collins, we played West Marion for the South State Championship uh, a few years before East Marion played for it. So, man, that area – with if you do maybe like a thirty mile radius around there, there's a ton of talent and, and very good football uh that takes takes place in that area. So you you're certainly right about that. Now coach, let's segue. Um I, I know you have some aspirations to be a head coach, um and you've been on uh maybe a few interviews or you know someone that's interviewed. What what do you think is most important maybe for uh someone uh, that 
that that gets an opportunity to maybe interview for a head coaching job? What what could you tell a, a coach uh, about? Because my biggest thing, uh, what I would tell them is just go in there and really just be yourself. Uh, because you know, at the end of the day, you know, they decide to hire you. You know, want them to hire you because you know they want you and what you bring to the table, and uh, that's that's what I you know, that's what I try to do, coach. When I go to an interview, I try to be myself, be who because you know I I'm, I'm who I am. I'm just gonna try to better my the version of me who and uh, work and grow and get better. Um, you know, that's my biggest thing, coach. And like I said, I haven't had that opportunity yet, man. But, you know, towards it and just keep getting better. And um, for, hopefully when I get that opportunity, they'll, they'll like what I'm bringing to the table and, and who I am as you know as a person and as a coach. Absolutely. Uh, coach, um, what – if if you had to give a message out to your players or uh, even anybody uh, in your community, what would you tell them at this point uh, with uh, social distancing going on, with the uncertainty going on in society? Uh, what what would you tell them to maybe uh, uh, keep thing, them Coach, encouraged? Um, you know, guys, you know we you know we love you. Um, number one, be safe. Um, you know, listen to the recommendation of you know um, our government officials. And, uh, you know, our healthcare officials, because, you know, you want to take that serious. Uh, and also, you know, just keep, stay positive. Um, you know, uh, bad times don't last always, you know, and, and, you know, but tough people will. And so, you know, just stay positive, stay getting better, but listen to the recommendation of the health officials and um, just, just stay positive because that's, that's the biggest. Um, you know, America, we, we've been through tough times before. We, we're going to overcome, find a way to, to persevere and get better, and uh, we'll be better at the end of it, Coach. Absolutely. Uh, guys, you've been listening to In Your Own Words podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Thickpin, and today uh, my esteemed guest is none other than Columbia High School's defensive coordinator, Milton Talbert, uh, at Columbia High School in Columbia, Mississippi. Um, please, 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 uh, if you have a chance to see these guys play uh, when we resume school and when football season uh, resumes, uh, go out and watch them. I, I know the community in Columbia uh, is, is behind you guys. Uh, I know they're, they're, they're rooting for a safe return back to normalcy for everyone. So from all of us to all of you, uh, good day. And God bless. Thanks for listening to In Your Own Words podcast with Chris Thickpin. I hope you enjoyed. Please subscribe and share on the Anchor app. From all of us to all of you, good day and God bless.